0: Hey there, streakers. Welcome to another week of the Streaking Podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the guests that we've had previously. Whitney Johnson in the S-curve, Mark Washburn, who you heard just last week on really the running streak. And then finally, we've had a couple of questions from streakers about starting over. So let's get streaking, shall we?
1: Let's do it.
0: How are you doing this morning, Jamie?
1: I'm back and forth. It's March, the middle of March, right? It's St. Patrick's Day today. And it is like snowing like crazy. I know. I'm looking so outside right now. So I can't decide right how I feel no. about that.
0: <laughs> it's it's completely white out right now.
1: I know. So I'm happy. <laughs> I'm ready for spring. Well, bring, on ready for spring bring on the flowers. Bring on the
0: flowers and everything else. You know, we've yes. had some interesting guests over the last uh, few have. months. Um, and we have
1: many more coming on. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited as well. We've got uh, the founder of Hint Water that will be with us. Uh, awesome. That's I Kara, th- I don't know if she goes by Kara or Kara. We'll ask her we'll and ask make sure her. we get that right. We also have Jim Hewling, who is Find Your Fire. He hosts the Find Your Fire podcast and also uh, has Choose Your Life website. Really fantastic individual. We have he and his daughter that are coming on. We've also got, um, what was the other one? Oh, we'll, we'll be on a couple of podcasts. Whitney Johnson's uh, podcast, that'll coming be coming up. up. Awesome. And then also Jeff Beato, who we had on ours, will be on his Uh, coming up as well or actually I think I'm the one that's going to be on that one that's awesome so the reason why we bring that up is there is a method to our madness Jamie and I were talking and looking back at the lessons learned from discussions that we had with these individuals in regards to their lives and what they've looked at for example with Whitney Johnson the S-curve or with Mark Washburn in uh, the United States Streak Running running Association or Running Streak Association yep and considering their lessons and some of the things that we took away. In other words, we have the on-podcast discussion, and then Jamie and I talk a lot about the things that we learned afterward. We thought we'd bring that up to you, and then also starting over. I think I want to start there, starting over.
1: Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. And the,
0: here's the reason why: We had a friend who we were going to dinner with, or we went to dinner with, and she is. An individual who has listened to the podcast, read the book, she actually has a quote in the book Mm -hmm. that she really enjoyed the book and everything else. And while we were at dinner, she brought up something interesting. She said, and I forgot exactly the context of what it was that we were discussing, but what she said, something along the lines of, I don't like starting over. Do you remember exactly? What was the conversation? I don't
1: remember the context of it either. I just remember her saying, my hardest thing about streaking is I hate having to start over. And, and she says it it can be like sometimes that prevents me from starting again.
0: And I think that there's a few <laughs> streakers out there that have that sentimentality. In fact, you were talking about it the other day with Talon.
1: No, I was talking with Laurel. Oh, with and, Laurel.
0: That's right. And, oh, and Laurel, I'm going to pause and allow Jamie to finish her sentences. So I there may be an awkward pause in between there.
1: That's a little bit funny. <laughs> that's a little bit funny. Shout out to Laurel. But she was saying that her mom had felt the same way, that she got tired of that. She was just like, I don't like having to start over. It's, it's, it was discouraging, I guess. And so she didn't want to start over.
0: Was that the end of the sentence? That's the
1: end of my sentence. I finished.
0: (laughs) So as we look at it, (laughs) you're being
1: cheeky. I'm
0: being a little cheeky. Um, so considering that I don't want to streak because I don't want to start over What's happening there? What is what is the psyche that's going on that I don't want to streak because I don't want to start over? What do you, And I don't know. I'm just exploring this with you right now as far as what we look at. Because as I look at myself in regards to starting over a streak, I mean, there's been a few streaks that I've started over. I think that... Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I would honestly love to to throw this out to people listening and get some feedback on it. Because I think there's, there's different um, ways of looking at it, and I would love to hear more about how people are feeling about that, about the starting over. Because the interesting thing is is that I, I believe that starting over on your streaks is inevitable at, at least once, at least one or two or a couple of your streaks. There's gonna, I have one streak that I've been working on for three years, so and I'm say- at 30 days.
0: Yeah, so would you say then that with that and and the streak you're talking about is your morning prayers, right? Yes,
1: I have to start that one over so often.
0: And so I'm gonna challenge and ask just a little bit here, because I think that that is harder than than what it needs to be. But it's also, I'll say this, something that you want in your life. Yep. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what I think that because when I look at streaking and the first law of streaking, which is to make it laughably simple. You could make that streak more simple, couldn't you? I mean, you could could. say, I'm going to pray at least two times daily.
1: Yes. Anytime during the day. Anytime during the day. Mm -hmm.
0: And that then, because you could say, like, say, for example, you hadn't prayed the whole day, and then at night you knelt down, said a prayer, got up off your feet, knelt down again and said another prayer. You could do that.
1: You're right. You could do that. People are probably laughing right now. Why? (laughs) And, and... You bring And up a exactly
0: good... my point. Laughably simple. Yes, they
1: are laughing. But <laughs> and and maybe they're questioning. They're like, okay, well, then what's the point of it? And yeah. that brings up a good that brings up a good question because I think there's different places that you are in your streaking journey and life and purpose. And so, the streak where I'm just going to pray twice a day to me, is focusing on the consistency of, I just want to, I mean, I'm shooting for praying in the morning and in the evening, but to make this consistent and something that I'm thinking about, I'm just going to do it twice a day. And I actually had a streak similar to that, that was just pray once daily. And that was all I, and, and I've done that for a long time, long, long, long time. But as I got going, I thought this is for me wanting to be able to start my day with prayer was something that I've wanted to be a part of my life, and so that's why I was like, okay, I do want to set this streak specific to a a morning streak. Like, so in other words, if if I don't hit it by noon, in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I missed it. And so, you and I've thought about it changing harder. that. I did, and I did that on purpose after having set another one where where it was easier. Because this is something that I thought, I really do want this to be a part of my life. And I know it's going to be one that I'm going to have to start over a couple of times. So question for you. On it.
0: Do you think if you had a streak of pray at least two times daily, didn't matter when, you would have more success at praying in the morning? Or do you think it would be similar or the same? And, and I don't know. I'm, I'm not asked. I'm just looking at it saying, does the two times a day just any time so that then if you miss it every once in a while, as far as the morning, mm-hmm. you can still hit it. Because I believe that the success is the critical part. Being successful then breeds more success. And if I'm continually failing at a streak that is specific to, I need to pray in the morning and I continue to fail at that, shouldn't shouldn't I then take it down? down a notch and say, okay, I'm just going to have it to where I pray at least two times daily.
1: And there are streaks that I've done that for that I've looked at and thought, okay, this is deflating. This particular streak I have kept because it is something that I genuinely want to accomplish. It's something I genuinely want to be a specific way. And so...
0: So if you are consciously choosing that, then you're okay, I'm okay saying, you know what, it. this is a little bit harder. And I know it's not laughably simple, but I'm okay starting over because I feel for me, and I'm putting words in your mouth right now, but maybe you could clarify where I get it wrong. I feel for me, it's more important that I have this streak in the morning and I've done it more than less in the morning. Is that, is that yeah. a good way to so say it? Yeah, so
1: that's where, so when you're like, if you're continually failing, that particular streak, which is interesting to me because I don't feel like I'm particularly failing. I feel like, okay, I'm getting better. I'm failing less often. I'm I'm having to restart less often. I guess is what I'm. You know what? That is, what is a I'm great saying. way to
0: say it right there. I'm having. I I have to restart less often. Less often. Wow, and, that's cool.
1: And so in that and and it's that one particularly. And the reason I'm talking about this because I've thought a lot about this particular streak, and have really looked at it and thought, no, this is. I I do want this to be something that I'm doing and I want it to be something that I'm more consistent at and I'm willing to go through the difficulty of restarting because I am doing it more often in the morning by having this streak. I know that if I just did a two time a day thing um it would it, I would be praying twice a day. I know I would do that. But I don't think that I would be doing it. I wouldn't be starting my day And Mm. that's, that is the point of that streak is wanting to start my day in a certain way. Right. And so for that one, I, I don't feel like I'm failing. I look at it and I'm like, okay, this has become a tool that really is helping me to do it better than I would be without doing it.
0: So would you say to a starting streaker to start with a streak like that?
1: No, I would not. And why not? Because, because I didn't start with that streak. I was a couple years into streaking before, and I spent a lot of months thinking about that before I started it. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it in the months that ensued after I started it when I had broken it a couple times. And and so when you start streaking, there's a huge part of the process that is just getting it to be something that's top of mind, that's just getting it to be something that you're thinking about And that can take a really long time. And when I mean a long time, I'm like months and months and months. And that's okay. Of doing the laughably simple kind of before you go to bed or something where your desire is, I want to think about this earlier, but it takes time to bring it to your day. Mm -hmm. And But I, I know that that continued effort to be consistent makes a difference over time. And you slowly start to recognize where you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about this more. I'm thinking about this earlier in the day. I noticed something that I wouldn't have noticed before because I have been having this streak that I'm doing consistently every day. So being patient, there's a huge amount of patience with allowing this thing that you're wanting to be consistent in to be something that you're remembering, something that you're able to bring into the busyness and chaos and stress of life. Or, or the opposite, the 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 celebrations, the times that you've gone on vacation, and because a lot of times we miss a streak when we're out of our routine on vacation or doing something fun. It takes time and experiences to have that streak become a part of your life every day, everywhere, all the time. Hmm. And so, being patient with that is is really important.
0: And I believe that that's why law number one is make it laughably simple mm-hmm. because. There are so many times in our lives where we set up failure, right? Where we continue to set up failure, and I think that that's one of the things with a start over again. And one of the things that I heard from our friend as we were at, as we were at um, dinner is that I make it harder than what it should be. And I believe another thing is we don't give ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. And let me get let me explain what I mean by that. When I had my streak, so the second streak, the the OG streak, the OG breakout streak, was floss my teeth at least two times daily. Well, there were times where I did not floss in the morning. So at night, I was like, oh, shoot, I missed my floss in the morning. So I'm going to floss. So I would go all the way, floss once, and then I'd wash my mouth out, and then I'd floss again. And I counted that as two times. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I gave myself that grace because more important to me was the win, was winning every single day. Than it was that I did it at a specific time, in a specific way, in a specific area, and did specific things. Because I think that what then happens is we start to set ourselves up for failure rather than success. Whereas if we, and we talked about this um, last, was it last week that we talked, or a couple of weeks ago about the activity matrix? The activity is more important than the time that it takes place. And what you, what you, and looking at it, saying if there's something important in my life that I want to have in a specific time of day, then don't do that up front.
1: Yeah, wait and of for my, many, many, many years. Of I, my... I
0: mean, you you've been it. You'd been in it three years. You'd been yes. streaking and having success in many other streaks for years before you attempted one that was going to be like okay. And and here's the other thing. Just a couple more, and then I'll I'll let you go. I promise. I'll let you finish all the sentences that you have. In I actually head. interrupted you. So go ahead. <laughs> the thing that I look at is you knew when you started this streak of, I'm going to say, you know, at, at least pray every morning is what the streak is, right? And you knew before you ever started that streak, you had confidence that you could streak. You knew that you could do at least two prayers a day you knew that you were running or walking at least a mile you knew that you were writing in your journal at least a sentence i mean you had that confidence and you had built that foundation or those floors that you could stand on to now and and we actually talk about this in the book step up and it's just a step it's not it's not a leap it's not a jump it's not a grab the bar it's a step up and try something just a little bit harder that now you may have to start over several times to do that streak. But I, I think you had the confidence to be able to do that so that you don't look at starting over as a failure. Right. You look at it as, okay, it's another opportunity to continue to put this thing in my life. All right, I'm, that, that's it. Go.
1: And of my, of my 17 streaks, this is my only streak that is like that, that, that I've put a time frame during the day around. And like I said, I thought about it for a long time. That because I have. Do you other ever feel streaks. like a
0: failure on it? I mean, is it? Do you ever feel like, oh, I'm just a failure?
1: Um, not that, not just feel like I'm a failure. I do feel disappointed when I miss a day.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But because I want to keep trying, I look at it. and I'm like, nope, I'm going to start over again. Because there are a lot of days before I look at the accumulation, and I think this is something. That is really important. Is that when you break a streak, first of all, recognizing that there's a lot of reasons that a streak gets broken, and it's a great time to evaluate. And Laurel just wrote an article on this. It's going to be up in on the website. Oh, good. On the blog, but it, and it's titled "You Broke a Streak, Now What?" and and she talks about that. It's just a it's a really good time to evaluate and and look at it and be like, okay. There's a reason that it broke. Let's figure out what it is. Is it too hard? And I've had several streaks that I've looked at and thought, okay, yeah, I would love to be doing this every day, but maybe I need to pull it back to once a week. Or like my one with my TED Talk. I would love to be listening to a TED Talk every week, but that's not my streak. My streak is just to pick one. Because there's weeks that I was getting overwhelmed and at the end of the week and thinking, I don't want to listen to a TED talk right now. It was the end of the week. I was tired and I hadn't done it the whole week, but I didn't want to give up having the desire to keep doing that. And, and so I think that's,
0: and, and you've learned tons from the TED talks that you've listened to. And I've seen the weeks where you've had three or four weeks where you've just picked one out.
1: Yes, that's what I was going to say. It would be interesting to go back and look for how many weeks I've had this TED Talk streak. How many TED Talks have I actually listened to? And it might be depressing for people to look at me like, you've had that week for like, or you've had that streak for 45 weeks and you've only listened to 12 TED Talks. The the other weeks you weren't. And I'm like, yeah, the other weeks I wasn't. I didn't listen to TED Talks. But I always open the TED Talk website because I have to pick something. I've got a running list of ones I want to listen to. And it's caused me to look at it and think, well, is this stupid? Should I just get rid of it? <laughs> if I'm, You know, because sometimes you ask yourself, if I'm not willing to do it, then why do I even have it as a streak? Yeah, why do I even have it as a streak? I mean, why, why am I out there? And I did ask myself that. And the words that I'm saying are words I've said to myself, this is stupid. Why am I even doing this? Should I just get rid of this streak? Because if I'm just going to pick one out but never actually listen to one, then is it actually doing me any good? And, and what I came with, and other people maybe d- decide different, but what I looked at is I'm like, you know what, there have been times that I've listened to ones that I've really loved and that I've, it, like you said, it's enriched my life. And maybe it's not something that I can do every week like I want to, but I'm thinking about it and I'm hitting ones that I like. And when I do do it, I enjoy it. And I'm confident that if I let go of that streak, I won't, I won't do it hardly at all. Because it's just not something that is urgent. I love it. Ever, your, I, it's never urgent I to love listen your to a TED talk. Raw
0: honesty and vulnerability. I mean, you just say it out there exactly as you were thinking it in your mind.
1: What this is stupid. If I'm not going to do it, why do I even have it as a streak? <laughs> but you know what, though,
0: a lot of people are thinking that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love about it, and that's why I love how you articulate it. Because I think that there is, there are many people. I think two things. One where you think about laughably simple and we don't give ourselves grace. In other words, this is so simple. This is so stupid. Why am I even doing it? Why am I even putting it on the paper to write at least one sentence daily? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Or looking at it and saying like what you said, I'm just picking one out. I'm not even listening. However, as we look at the, just talk about productivity for just a second. The productivity that happens from the consistency of picking out a TED Talk, is far greater and over the lifetime of years will compound into much more than spikes in enthusiasm. Oh, I'm going to do it here and then not listening to or not learning it for quite some time. The spikes in enthusiasm are always available to every single one of us. But this, what you're doing, is putting a constant floor in place that now you know that you can very quickly. Sorry, technical difficulty real quick there. I'm back. Um, We can very quickly look at a list of TED Talks and you can pick out, maybe in a week, you have two or three that you listen to. Mm -hmm. But you have that list right there in front of you. So back to the issue at hand, as far as starting over. What I believe, and, and like you, I'd like to hear from our listeners out there as far as what you think. But what I believe is that people... When you're looking at, I don't like starting over, I would say that you made it too hard in the first place and you haven't given yourself any grace and you haven't taken the time to allow the muscle of consecutiveness build up because you need that muscle. And the way you build that muscle is not by going in and benching 300 pounds right out of the chute. Right. You start with the two and a half pound weight and you curl that and you curl it. And it's the consecutiveness of curling that weight That then I can, you know, maybe move up to a five pound weight. But that, but you're building the consecutive muscle, which is going to be a big muscle that will then allow you to go into some other areas and try some of the more, uh, I would say, the step up streaks.
1: And I was thinking about one of the things that Mark Washburn said with running that a huge part of it is just showing up. And there's, I think there's a quote out there that like, 80%
0: 80% of the battle is showing 80% up.
1: 80% of the battle is just showing up. And and for me, that's what streaking is. And when I have to start over, it's, it's that feeling of saying, okay, I'm still going to keep showing up. Right. And, but I agree with you that there is...
0: It says 90% of success is just showing up.
1: Ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent is that's just the quick showing Google.
0: Sh- that's the quick Google search. You know, so if you trust those stats, <laughs>
1: do you agree with that? Ninety percent. That ninety percent of it's just. Well, I guess. So I Woody guess Allen.
0: It, would, it says Woody Allen once said that eighty percent of success in life is just showing up. So there, if you have any kind 80, of credibility with Woody Allen, that's what he says. And this is again a quick Google search of any of these. Here's Robin S Sharma. I have no idea who that is. Be a warrior when it comes to delivering your ambitions. Oh, sorry, it's something completely different. <laughs> I thought it was about showing up. But the thing. Oh, that's... here it is, William William Belly. Showing up is like ninety percent of the battle, and just make sure your hair is really cute. <laughs>
1: that's great. I guess that's true because you can't win anything if you don't show up. I mean, if you if you just don't even show up, you're not gonna.
0: The Wayne Gretzky principle. You know, a hundred percent of the shots I don't take, I miss.
1: Yes. So that's what I feel like streaking has done for me is it's that, okay, I showed up and I'm just going to keep showing up and And it's fighting. I guess there's a lot of things that I'm learning, but I would love to hear other aspects about this philosophy of starting over.
0: Which I think is a great segue into the streaking app. One of the things that the streaking app does, if you haven't downloaded it yet, download it and encourage your friends to download it too, because you'll see a community of streakers that are out there that... To your point, Jamie, you can see are showing up and how they show up. For example, one of the uh, streakers out there open a project, open Project Life app every day. Um, she's at 160 days. This is Katie, and she has a picture, a beautiful picture of her family and what they're doing. And she talks about why this is one of her favorite streaks, and it really gives you encouragement as far as the community is concerned. Of helping you see through this. We've got another one of our streakers out there, Tiffany, who is striving diligently to choose water as her only beverage. I would say that's a little bit tougher than Laughably Simple.
1: It is, but I know she's she picked this one <laughs> she intentionally.
0: But what she's doing is posting out there the days that she has made so far and she's she's talking about how she's done it longer than she's ever done it before but that's all in the community of the app. That's one of the things I love about the streaking app is the ability to be to see and be inspired by those who are streaking and what it is they're doing. I mean, have you have you found that as well?
1: Totally. Absolutely. That I love going through and just and it's that same feeling. There's two times in my life that I've had this feeling. The first time was when I watched you run your first marathon and I sat there and just watched people cross the finish line and I thought, I love these people, I love every one of them, even though I don't, but I was just so proud of them. And then the second time I had that feeling was I was leading um, a girls camp that um, several of the girls had gone on a three day um, camping trip, just backpacking. So there was a group of like 50 girls and they had gone three days back camp, backpacking with, so everything they needed was in their backpacks. And the rest of us that were waiting for them to come in camp had lined the street where they were going to walk into after having been backpacking for three days. And these girls come in and they are exhausted and they are dirty and they are, they're, they're so tired. And, but they're also, um, they're worn out. You can tell that they're worn out. And as they come around the corner and these, the street is lined with all these other girls that are waiting for them to come in and they get to walk down that street with and I say street, but it's like a dirt road because we were in a camping facility. But as they walk down this dirt road and you see these other girls running up to take their backpacks from them and and just kind of pamper them as they've come into this camp, it was that same feeling that whatever their ability was, I was so proud of them. Whatever they, wherever they were, however they accomplished it, however they looked when they were finished, I was just really proud of what they have done.
0: Full inspiration. And
1: I feel that same feeling. When I go through that app is that wherever anyone is in their journey, you just feel proud of them. I have the same feeling when I see people running. I don't care what they look like when they're running. (laughs) I'm just I know that it's hard to get out there. And I'm like from
0: professional to beginner from
1: professional to beginner. And you see someone and you're like, way to go. Way to be out here. Yeah. And it's that same feeling that I get when I go to the community of the app. Absolutely. It's like, way to go. Way to be.
0: Way to make it happen.
1: Way to be tackling those things that you want to be a part of your life that we all know, whatever the thing is, is not easy to get to fit in, to make work.
0: Which transitions us perfectly into Mark Washburn and the community of runners that were out there. I really enjoyed the conversation. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to it. We had it last week. Um, just go listen to it. Mark's a runner, he's sixty seven years old. Actually, 66. We, sixty six no, and he th- was, was that his birthday though? That was his birthday because he ran oh, six 60, miles on his sixty sixth birthday. That's right. So his sixty-sixth birthday. On his birthday, he um interviewed with us and it was just phenomenal as far as hearing his story about running miles and how many, what what he looked at. My favorite quote of the entire podcast was this, as streak runners, we don't ever consider it a weather issue. It's a clothing issue.
1: I loved that too. <laughs> in
0: other words, when people ask him, well, do you run in all weather? Yeah, because we don't consider it a weather issue. It's, it's a clothing, a clothing issue. issue.
1: And that was to his point of it's not if I'm going to do it, but when. But that changing of the philosophy, my favorite part of the conversation with him was the way that it kept coming back to the community that I, I do feel like, and, and really, I guess maybe the reason I loved that is because it is their community that really got us started looking at communities and why they're important. Right. It was, it was finding that community of runners Yeah. and, and you recognizing and saying, okay, I think this is a vital part or component of this process that you need to have this community there. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. That's, we've been watching this show. It's called alone. We might've mentioned it before, but that is one of the things that almost every Just time a I watch that show. a little bit of the show, background. Yeah. So oh, those yes, who haven't, of the yet, show. D-
0: what, what is it about?
1: It's a, it's a competition show. 10 people are dropped off in remote locations. Usually like the first one was British Columbia, no, was Vancouver Island, Vancouver Island and British Isla in yep. British Columbia. So they're um, remote locations, and they are given the survival tools that they've chosen up to ten, and they have to survive in the wilderness and the for as long as possible for as long as possible. And the last person gets half a million dollars for surviving. So there you go. But it's fascinating to me to see how much having people around you makes a difference—a family community, a, a friend community, just being around people.
0: Be- and what it's brought that up out of important. alone? Is it just because of, as you see them interact, is there alone for several yes, days? Yes.
1: Ev- well, in, as you watch this show, often that's the thing that they, they they, a lot of them can get to the point that they can survive on the things that they've got. They're able to eat. They're able to drink. They've got shelter. And they get to a point where they're like, I need I need my people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need my peeps. I need my people. <laughs> and, and it's absolutely fascinating. If you haven't seen this show, it's absolutely fascinating to watch because they're dropped off with all the camera equipment and everything else. They don't have camera people following them around. They are their own camera person. The camera they are their sucks. own producer. And to watch them as they interact with nature and with what they have to do for basic survival, starting a fire... Uh, getting the fish necessary for the food, scaring off the bears, mm-hmm. uh, scaring off wildlife that are predators, being ready for any of that, and knowing how to survive, knowing plant—I, I have no idea how many how they sift through plants that are poisonous and plants that are edible. But I they, mean, do, a great but they job. do it,
1: and that's the first part. Is you see them learning just to survive, but they get to a point where surviving's not enough. They need they need that they, community they need of interaction, that connection of people. And that's what, as we talked with Mark, I I really enjoyed recognizing how much the community meant and the personal interactions that he had had because of that community and yeah. the way that they were able to be there and lift each other. And so that's what, like you said on that, that's what was so profound as we're developing the app that we've come to recognize is how vitally important that community component is.
0: I was impressed by... Something he didn't say. He said it, but he didn't. He didn't refer to it directly. And he talked about his wife supporting him in all of these different areas. For example, he t- he told the story about how he was in the Columbia Marathon or a marathon that where he fell. Mm-hmm. He had passed out. He fell face first, but still finished. And he was so proud of the fact that he still qualified for Boston.
1: I know. <laughs> I, know. I was proud of that too. I was like, that's amazing.
0: What was fascinating for me is that in the med tent his wife took him to the hospital I mean he he messed up his face I think he had some broken ribs I don't remember this story exactly but he was not and the doctor knew that he was a streak runner and the doctor she was saying you're not streaking your Your, your, streak is ended your streak is ended and in his mind he was saying no it's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's interesting is so he was he was in the hospital so marathon day he had run so obviously he kept the streak alive so the next day the doctor didn't release him until 3 p.m. Now, one of the insights that I gained that he didn't say in the story is his wife to, was driving and she had he had her pull over at a place away from the hospital so that he could get out and run 3 miles.
1: Which yes. And she did she it. She supported him. And she
0: <laughs> I know you're looking at me right now like that's nuts. These are crazy people. No, I'm thinking in myself.
1: I'm thinking in my head. I'm like this is what we do for those people we love. We just support them.
0: And that is the community. So when it's a community cuz sometimes your streaks are like for example, you and I support one another in our streaks. And then sometimes it's much larger community. Mm -hmm. What I found, though, is that the community celebrates the streak. And sometimes, and this is why I say download the app and watch. I mean, you don't even have to start a streak. Just watch the community. And you can interact with the community as well in the sense of reply to some of the streaks. One of the things inside of the app is you have to have a streak to start a post. But on any of the posts that have been out there, you can reply to them and congratulate them and encourage them and move them forward. That's really what it's there for. And I have been so absolute amazed, to your point, at how many people support one another and help one another. From I was looking at a couple of the streaks the other day and how teenagers are complimenting adults on their streak and what they're doing, and adults are complimenting teenagers. And it's just this really cool community. But you're right.
1: It was fun to see teenagers complimenting adults on their streaks. Yes. And working through, you know, just, and that idea of we're just, we're always, Keeping trying,
0: yeah, and we're keeping going together,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and so that that's what I was impressed with with Mark. As you listen to that podcast, it's just so telling of what the community can do to help people going. He talks about Ukraine and the street runners that are in Ukraine, yes. and how they how he reached out to them right away. I mean that that all of that is built into this idea that we have a common activity that binds us together, a common community, which for them run every day. Is their common community. And there's so many more of those that are out, out there. there.
1: I wanted to segue for a second because okay, I asked you a question the other day, again, referencing back to a previous podcast. So, Whitney Johnson. Yes. And the that's S- where I was going to go to, too. Is that where you're going to go? Yeah. So, talking about the S curve and the S curve again, can you?
0: Yeah, I'll tell, just, if you're not familiar with the S curve, head over to Whitney Johnson's site. I mean, she has a lot of information on it. Her book, Smart Growth, is fantastic and basically the S curve there's three parts of it there's the launch point the sweet spot and the mastery, and, the mastery. and and when you look at the launch point it is the it's the tough part it's right. where you're exploring and you're collecting information and then you start the climb through the sweet spot and it seems that growth goes very quickly interestingly enough on the S curve when you're going up it doesn't necessarily indicate that it's difficult. It indicates the speed at which you're growing. It's fast. Okay. It's fast. So, they're... And then you get to the top where you level out again, where you're not growing as much. So it's a so the curve whole thing of growth, is a growth, not speed. Not speed, okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Or difficulty. It's not It's not about the difficulty of going up. It's the speed, speed of the growth. So I guess I said that incorrectly. Yeah, so it's the, the speed of the growth goes quickly after you get through the launch place whereas in the launch point you can just feel mired down doing and, and doing down. and doing and
1: doing, but your growth seems to be yeah. straight instead right. of up so what were you, you so because you
0: asked me this. i thought this was a great question and this
1: was something i wanted to talk about for a second is that as i've been thinking so much about the s curve and and enjoying identifying where i am in different places in the growth but as i got to thinking about it, i was like how do you set a streak around like how do you set a streak for s curves and so I was asking you that the other day, and I really loved what you had to say about it.
0: Oftentimes, we look at conceptual information and say, "How do you now take and apply that?" So, you asked me, "How? What are what are what are streaks for for the like S- how g- could around I, Whitney's stuff? Yes, how could around you do
1: that? what Whitney teaches in growth and the S curve? How would I set a streak to to, a, to apply the to S-curve. apply the S curve in my life, kind right. of thing?
0: Yeah. And what I said is you don't. You don't set a streak. Actually, streaks support your S-curve. And here's what I mean by that. When you look at an S-curve of growth, and I'm looking at, say, jumping S-curves. I'm, I'm going from one S-curve of growth. I've, I've plateaued. I've become, ast- it's mastery. I've become uh, very good at it. And now I'm going to jump to another S-curve of growth. Important, first of all, is to have a floor of streaks on which you start your S, your next S-curve of growth. For example, many spiritual streaks are ones that will be a floor that continue through all S-curves, no matter what they are. You just keep those you going. Keep those like, up. for example, you with prayer. Right. That's something. You go from S-curve to S-curve to S-curve. S-curve. It doesn't matter. You're going to do that streak of prayer.
1: Right. And you brought up the example of, um, I forgot his first name, Kramer.
0: Mm, yeah, of Harry Kramer. Harry Kramer, thank you. Yeah, he, he was
1: on her podcast and and talked about a streak that he had.
0: Which was every night he would ask himself seven questions. Did I do what I said I was going to do today? And I don't know the all seven questions, but did I do what I said I was going to do? Um, what am I proud of? What am I disappointed with? What are the commitments I kept? What are the commitments I didn't keep? Some, if, along if, that I lines, to tomorrow, if I make it to tomorrow, what am I going to do, do better? Mm-hmm. And he asked himself, those questions every single night. It was a streak that he had that he continued no matter what S-curve he was was on. On. Okay. When you look at a new S-curve of learning, then you start to, with those as the floor, now I'm starting to go to the next S-curve of learning or of growth. And what do I need to do streak-wise for that growth? So for example, let's just take you for example. You just changed, uh, you, you got a teaching position, mm-hmm. and you're on a new S-curve, and you're now teaching, and you're, you're just trying to figure out you know, how you teach and motivate and, and do these things. Actually, Harry Kramer had the same thing, and so off, off of your floor of streaks, you may have a couple of other streaks that are to read at least one article weekly on the subject that you're teaching or to review at least one principle of teaching daily. That then becomes a streak that's specific to that S-curve of growth. And when you're looking at those streaks for that S-curve of growth, those will continue for as long as you're on that S-curve. But there will come a point where you'll be at mastery on that S-curve, and you may say, you know what? I think it's time for these streaks to end. And the, my, the classic example, and the easy example for this one is Cal Ripken Jr. Mm. So Cal Ripken Jr. mastered baseball. I mean, he's, had, he's won World Series. He has all kinds of golden gloves. He's got all the different awards that you could possibly get for the positions that he's played. And he got to the point where he was at 2,632 consecutive games and with no fanfare. And with no um, big announcement, oh, this is the game, this is the way he went into the lineup, he said to his manager, you know what? Today's the day. Today's the day. And he didn't come out on the field. Shocked everyone. Baltimore Orioles, he was there for everyone was like, where's Cal? Mm-hmm. This is the end of the streak. But for Cal, he had reached that the top of that S curve. And, and was he was ready. done and he was ready. Now, my guess is, is that he still kept some of his physical fitness streaks and some of the other things that were the floor of that S curve. But now that S curve of learning that he had in professional baseball had been mastered and now it was, it was time to end it.
1: And I, as we were talking and you brought up my my new teaching position and it is a new S curve for me. And I was, as you were talking, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I have several streaks that I had set before I got this teaching position that centered around the material that I'm teaching. So I had already put streaks in place around that and and, as, and this is part of the reason that I had asked you this question as we were talking about it. It really helped me because I thought one of the things that I'm really struggling with in teaching is being able to ask better questions, like being able to ask better questions of the students that get them thinking and conversing and responding back. And And I thought, okay, I was thinking so much about the material, but I already have streaks around the material. Now I need something to help me in the actual teaching of it. And so one of the streaks that I've thought about setting is could I every day think of a question, Ooh, like that's a good. good question so that I get used to understanding how to ask better questions mm-hmm. that are good questions. And So I th- you could I have just... the
0: streak of write at least one question daily.
1: Yes. And that would be something that is specific to this S-curve of teaching. I don't know that I would necessarily keep it afterwards. Uh-huh. But it would be something that in this moment would help me look at it and be like, okay, I need I need to work and understand how to ask better questions. That so is I'm just really gonna cool. that's a write really down cool one streak. question every day.
0: I but, really like that.
1: That so that's why I wanted to talk about this is because that helped me understand how to use the S curve in this area where I've got this new growth going on and how do I set a streak to help wherever I am in the S curve. Right. So I look at Harry Kramer. I think he had mastered an S-curve. He was in a mastery.
0: He was. He was the CEO of Baxter. He had accomplished everything he needed to. He knew how to run a business, a very large business. He knew how to make the investments necessary to keep the business growing. So he He started looking
1: towards mentoring. How can I mentor other people? Right. Which was both kind of at the top of the S-curve, but also in a way starting a new S-curve for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he, he went on and, to and teach similar, at Northwestern, has, actually.
0: That's where he went. He yeah. went from that S-curve to teaching at Northwestern. So
1: again, he had all the material, but now is a new S-curve in understanding how to teach that material, but also in a place of mastery. So that that new streaking around the, the mastery position of the S-curve is now, okay, I'm going to mentor. How can I help other people learn what I've learned?
0: So insightful. Absolutely. And so, and so that's what I look at with you and saying... I want to teach and be. be I, I. I am a teacher. I am an effective teacher. How, well, what I do know I do? the material well, I but do? I want to be an effect, a more right.
1: effective teacher. How can As I? As you
0: aspire, the, the reason I use that language is because one of the things that Whitney said in her oh, in the yes. podcast that we had with her is rather than. The I want to be statement is I'm making the decision. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm now in making the decision, whereas the I am, I've made the decision. Now I need to make that decision come true. That's how I approach that. Yes. So I am a teacher. Or even I am an effective teacher. And if you put that on there, I am an effective teacher, and one of your streaks to support you being an effective teacher was to write at least one question daily, that then supports that and you start growing toward it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So thank you. That conversation really helped me understand how I could use streaking in this moment on this S-curve that I'm on. And then also recognizing that you can set streak specifics for certain things for just for that S-curve.
0: Just for that. And you know what I love about how you just said that? Is it's, I'm not setting an end date on the streak because streaks typically don't have an end date. I am setting it for that S-curve. And that S-curve, I don't know when that growth will take off and I don't know mm-hmm. when it will end. And therefore, the streak will last for the amount of time that it needs to in order to get me where I need to be on that S curve of growth. Right. That's what I love about how Whitney, um, Whitney's S curve of learning or growth, sorry, S curve of growth, smart growth comes along with streaking. Mm-hmm. They just complement each other so perfectly. It's seriously gears that just mesh together in, a, in the right way.
1: I just loved that I understood for my particular situation, I understood I needed to get better at asking questions, but sometimes I'm like, how do you, and how that's do what you get often better? Say,
0: what's the, I, I know the what.
1: I know the what, but what's the how? And streaking gave me the answer. I was like, okay, I'm just going to.
0: So have you started that streak? Is that something you're going to think Started. You today. did? Oh, you're going to start it today? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I've been thinking about it. That's yeah. why I want to talk about. No, I was just so, curious. Yep, you're starting if, it today. Are you really going to do yes, it? Yes, I am.
0: That is so cool. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of jealous. I almost want to start that streak, but I have my own S curves that I'm climbing right now and plenty of streaks on those S curves. But
1: people can adopt other people's streaks or, and I loved what you said that this is something that really is important is deciding for yourself what streaks you want in your life.
0: The frequency, the, the, frequency, intensity, the intensity of And that we can be streak.
1: excited for other people and their streaks, but that doesn't mean you have to do their streaks. Right. But there are some out there that you may be like, I'm totally adopting that I'm adopting that. That Mm -hmm. is such a
0: good, because that actually lessens the barrier to entry as far as streaking is concerned. How, you know, what is my barrier to entry to get in there? Well, this has been an absolutely delightful conversation, Jamie. I have enjoyed it. Thank you for being vulnerable. You're welcome. (laughs) What?
1: Again. (laughs)
0: Again. (laughs) As you um, think about what we've talked about today and have questions, and also we ask questions of you, please let us know. Uh, what your thoughts are and what some of the answers are. And you can let us know right inside the app. One of the areas that you can respond to or reply to is in that area of the app where you can comment on other people's streaks and celebrate with them. But if you want to reach out to us, you can do that as well at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com.
1: Or Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com.
0: From today's conversation, we talked about, um, I think Mark Washburn is episode number 203 is what it was, Is if you want to go back to listen to that one. And Whitney's was actually number 199, if you want to go back and listen to hers. Until that time and until we talk to you again, thank you so much for all your support and for going out there and subscribing to the streaking app. It helps keep it alive and it keeps it going. And if you find value in it and would like to give a little bit to help other streakers be able to benefit from it, go out there and subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Until we talk again, keep streaking.